Santa Claus posted of Tampa. Hashtag colorful. No. Is there a rainbow in there? Pretty, no, but like... Uh, Here's what you missed last week, nerds. To, to not have the Adderall, so please, make it easier. We're not going to abuse it. Adderall is behind the same counter that you're now buying Sudafed at because a couple of bad apples want to make meth. Don't, don't. I have a job. I have all my teeth. I have a good set of hair. I'm not doing amphetamines for the wrong purposes. Make it easier for the guy that actually needs it. Thank you. I'm Matthew Clark. By the way, Sixers beat the Hornets 128-114. Now look, right now you're listening to a quality program. Tweet us at the podcast, let the underscore podcast. I'm curious to get your dick on it. Tell us to shut the fuck up. John, 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 John. Oh my Matt. gosh! Great. I admire. Matt. I admire your garlic sauce. Us. Snap us. Bat. The underscore podcastle. No. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Oh my gosh. Tweet us at the podcast. Like the underscore podcastle. Oh my gosh. It is like fucking Bondersee. Kumse, Kumse. Oh my gosh. What does that even mean? Shiver me timbers. Like shiver, like my house is shaking. I'm so scared. Like the timber, like your house is made of wood. Or your leg is made of wood. And it's like the Caesar cold, maybe. Like you're shivering me timbers because. Oh, that's like a pirate saying. Maybe I don't, I'm I'm guessing. Shiver me timbers. I don't want to look it up because I want the element of surprise to always be in there when I say that, and I want people to think that I know what it means, and I'll be like, ah. Shiver me timbers. Shiver me like, tim- you, you say it when you're cold, right? Shiver me timbers, or you're surprised. I think I don't know. Hmm. Cutting edge radio. Twitters. Snap us like my new shirt. Yeah, it's cool podcast. Oh yeah, that's a great shirt. Mike Tyson. Tyson, heavyweight champion. Is that for the mall today? Is that for Boca, Boca Mall? Yeah, I went to the Boca Mall, and Sears, I remember hearing right at the beginning of the new year that Sears was shutting down like 500 stores around the country. Yeah, I remember reading that. I'm guessing the one in the Boca Mall is one of them because it was like 60% off going at a business sale. Everything must go. You know, like it looked like We'll one give of those... you money to take yeah. this. Yeah, $3,000 couches for $40. So I got yeah. this shirt for like, I don't know, 14 cents. That's great. I love when they do those things. I was in a store the other day and they were, maybe last week, and they were giving out, they were getting rid of like any leftover Valentine's Day candy boxes, like these huge heart boxes. And I don't even like eat that <laughs> oh, stuff, but they were like, it's 30 cents. And I was like, I'll take eight of them, I guess. You know, they're like, how about this? <laughs> the day after? It was like three days after, oh. and they're oh like gosh. twenty cents. They were literally like forty cents for something that was like you know twelve bucks like four days prior. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take them. It's kind of like the see that's candy, so it's not really as frustrating to buy because when they do that at Target and they have like Christmas decorations like seventy percent off, you're like, man, you know what? I really should buy these. 
But I, then I have to wait a whole year to be like proud of right. myself for doing it. And it's kind of sad buying Christmas presents after because you're like, it's not Christmas and it's, yeah. there's something like unholy about it. Right. There's like a you depression uh, feeling, almost like a guilt. Like, oh, my oh, gosh. I'm really kind of kind of chewing up the whole Christmas thing here. It's like, yeah, it's like, ooh. It's like, I was going to tell me. It's like doing birthday cards, reading birthday cards like a week after your birthday, and you're like, yeah, this was nice. It was nicer with the money that came out inside and the the approaching day, but yeah, I'll just tuck this away right now. Yeah, it's like, you know, Still nice. I really just want what's inside, but the fact that you didn't get it to me on the actual day, that's all it really is now, is just money, a payment for being late. <laughs> that's really what it is. <laughs> no it's a payment. payment. I always say I always send the birthday cards presents like after the day because I don't I don't realize I don't keep like a calendar of birthdays and I'll see like oh happy birthday everybody on the Facebook wall and I'll be like hey I, I sent you your present don't know if it got there yet as I'm on Amazon buying something and it's like I got your present like the, it's like wedding wedding RSVPs they know you're going you know I'm going We're exactly going. but it's then they a show formality. their it's such like an annoying <laughs> formality. It's so funny. It's like a, it's like a job formality. Like, hey, you really need to um, sign your, you know, W two here. It's like, but I've been here for six weeks already. You know that I'm here. You need to sign it. John, you uh, you never filled out your uh, emergency contact information. I mean, people are friends with my wife on Facebook. I mean, are we not aware who my emergency contact is? And what kind of place is it where if you're in an emergency and they don't know who to call, like? What kind of spoke on the wheel are you? If they're just like, Matt just died, but we don't know anybody to call. Like, you figured if you had a good relationship there and, you know, you were there, they would know, like, we'll call his girlfriend or something. You know, like, it's such a small world with Facebook and everything. Right. I was just going to say, whenever we can't get a hold of a nurse because, you know, one of her certifications have ex- has expired and we ha- we have to pull her from the schedule unless she gets it renewed and she was supposed to get it renewed and we can't get a hold of her. We're calling her house. We're calling her cell phone. We Facebook message her and she replies immediately every freaking time. Oh, yeah. The Facebook message. Yeah. Everyone's there. And I don't know why. It's almost like... I just don't get it. I don't get yeah, why right. it took the place of a text. I guess because you can type on a keyboard. I think so. Is that and, why and you it, like it? Yeah, it just it's kind of you can pick up on any forum, right. like any platform. You can do it on your phone, right. like at your house. But then if right. you're at work and you want to check in, you don't take your phone out. You can do it there. It's, it keeps it centralized, like no matter what computer or device you're on, I think. It's one of my favorite things to do around – in the afternoon here it's like when you're on your lunch break and i'm like ending my day and i have a nice bowl packed fresh oh you know we start smell that alabama ginger and we start throwing ideas around and we start hashing out fleshing out ideas start sketching it out like your idea about the best 90s action movie what a what what an excellent conversation that was a real that was a real Device starter. Not even a real, really like a debate. It was just a discussion. Yeah, we posted it out there, and I was thinking, Brett Katzen, if one person's going to comment. I did a post the other day on, on Facebook saying the best 90s movie is blank, you know, for you to decide. And Brett Katzen immediately was like, I've whittled it down to The Rock, Point Break, and Bad Boys, uh, or something like that. And then, you know, somebody else chimed in, and then pretty new, there was like 10 people talking in there. Tony Martin. You know? Tony Martin was in there. Macomsey. Matthew, 
Matt DiMarino, the spelling commie, did Bridges of Madison County. I've never ran so fast out of a theater when I saw that play. <laughs> it's great. What movie? Bridges of Madison County. He's a, it's like a love movie, I guess. And he's like, I never ran so fast out of a theater once I started watching that. That was good. Isn't that, that with good. Clint Eastwood? Yeah, uh, right. And didn't yeah, it, made like his... like, it made like a shitload of money, I think. Yeah, I think it did really well. I think it's like critically acclaimed. Like One that, those, like... Gone with the Wind, if it came out today, it would make like $3 billion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just to inflation, it would be the craziest movie of all time. I wonder if Titanic came out today, how insane that would be. <laughs> you know, if DiCaprio is oh, yeah. the same age. Or, or the hey, age now. You wonder about that. But I yeah. like the, the conversation that Brett and Tony got into when Tony said The Matrix is easily the best action movie of the 90s. When The Matrix came out in 99 and basically changed action movies right. as we know it from what it was primarily in the 90s. True. After Terminator 2 kind of raised the bar there. Yeah, there was weird. There was like these little milestones. Because when I wrote that, I was thinking like any Nicolas Cage movie where he's like running and it's like, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger running. And it's just, you know, like. a plane or a helicopter. Right. Mid 90s. But there's like these little milestones. Like you had Terminator 2, which changed the game. And then there was like those kind of movies. And then you had the mid 90s where they had these like campy but still kind of fun like armageddon and, and like face explosion off and, and like special effects well, michael was bay like to a new level that's why i thought terminator 2 was so oh, yeah. genius because the special effects cameron used to create the t-1000 amazing a killer from the future the special effects looked like they were from the future like we had never seen anything <laughs> like it before and from that point on, it was all about huge explosions and, and just oh, big yeah. special effects in action. Made it work. Yeah, it changed the game. And even like the special effects in like Jurassic Park and Terminator 2, I still think look better than a lot today. Like they took their time more than, you know, where today they're like, just do it through a computer. Well, just some kids doing it on like Photoshop. And like, okay, we got it. You know, special effects. Then they use like a mix of like, real effects like pyrotechnics and then like computer and they like they they married them animatron the battle there i think when they think it was when, good. when they did the t-rex in 93 in, in, uh, in star wars in star wars in jurassic park they haven't made anything as <gasps> Since oh, yeah. then, even Avatar. I mean, Avatar was cool, but it wasn't where wasn't... they made something that doesn't exist anymore look like it was just standing right there, like when it steps in the mud. Oh, yeah, that scene in Jurassic Park where the Rex Looking comes around. out for the first time, that's the single greatest, like, yeah. special effects scary scene ever. Like, when he first steps out and you see it, like, the build up and everything is perfect. Of like... like, that's still the best scene of any Jurassic Park movie. I wonder, is that like, of every single movie you've seen in theater, that moment the when the kids are in the car and the girl has the flashlight and the T-Rex is stomping, oh. the cup starts shaking, he's walking around the car trying to look for them. Is, is that one of the most, or the most, just like perfect cinematic moments 
uh, as far as special effects go, like in our generation. It's up there. Spielberg. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes to Spielberg, like E.T. on the bike and then, you know, okay. like Jurassic Park. And yeah, I think they're just moments. I'm talking about this like I worked on these movies. I'm like, yeah, John, there's these moments on there that we created. Well, you know, that they're you, just very uh, great. No, no, I like I, I, I love the movie. We I can do talk about, create why they are great because we're the we fans. do. We are. We are responsible for that. Absolutely. I agree. But I think that's there's like some of the some of the dick teasers from the 90s that, that, you know, we need to talk about. And then we, we did this thread and, and had a good response. So. Face Off. Face Off, I think, I, I think Con Air was better than Face Off. Con Air is a little Agreed. cheesier, but I still think that's a better action movie. I mean, that was like nonstop. <laughs> and I think laced through all of them is a bit of 90s cheese, as is every 80s, 70s, every movie. Oh, yeah, you need to. Whatever time it's from, that's always kind of woven through it. Um, Right. It makes it feel kind of dated, but you have to take it for when it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, Con Air could be uh, a little cheesy at times, but that's what made it so good, because it was an action movie, but kind of silly. Yeah, and he was like a good guy. That had, yeah, that had some comic relief to it. You had Dave Chappelle in there. You had an all-star cast, first of all. Dude. Like, every character was great. Buscemi, who is apparently the most dangerous guy on the plane, has, like, the most, like, uh, like dry oh, sense yeah. of humor. Gar- Garland <laughs> Green. It's like, they're dancing to Sweet Home Garland Alabama. He's like, picture irony. Define irony. Yes. A plane... Carrying a bunch of idiots, listening to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. And then just, why can't you put the butter back in the box? Define irony. Bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. Twins, Middle School Podcast. Well, I wanted to bring this up. Are you, are you familiar with the Amelia Earhart story? You know, she disappeared in 1937. En route. Oh my gosh, it looks like an inferno in there. Yeah, what happened? Gonna, I want to turn the fan on. Ooh. La la la. It's a blazing bull. Um, it's a blazing bull. Amelia Earhart, she was trying yeah, to fly around the world. Yeah, by the way, happy International Women's Day, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, That's yeah. to that. So, there's time to My daughter is uh, international. She's celebrating. Yeah, yeah she's international. <laughs> part Jewish, part John. Mark John, Mark JDH. Mark John, 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 DNA from John, 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 John. A great shout out to Wheel of Fortune in sports with John later tonight. Ooh, really? Dipping our toe in dangerous, unexplored, uncharted levels. Kumse, Kumse! Ponce de Leon of Paperbark. Yes, a regular, a regular Magellan of, of Miami you are. <laughs> oh yes, yes, certainly. You're a you're you're Sir Walter Raleigh. Lewis and of, Clark. Of yeah, Lewis and Clark of Lewiston. Yeah. What is uh? What did they do? They were the first ones to go around the world. No, Lewis and Clark expanded to the west. I think they explored like the United States from like Louisiana to like Oregon or something. Oh yeah, Oregon like they Trail. mapped like the whole the um, whole units. And DeSoto, he discovered DeSoto. Mississippi. DeSoto, is that what DeSoto did? Yeah. DeSoto. Ponce, Ponce de Leon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Terry's right. like, who's your favorite explorer? I like DeSoto. Oh, the Mississippi. Like, they would have never found that. Yeah, I like DeSoto. <laughs> it's funny. Lewis and Clark. 
the yeah, but Ponce de Leon looked for the Fountain of Youth in Florida. Wasn't that his his bag? Oh, really? I think so. There's, I used to live in a neighborhood, uh, Ponce de Leon. So I guess it's fair to say you've set different goals for yourself than, <laughs> say, Thomas Edison, Magellan, these type of people. Magellan? You like Magellan? Oh, yeah, my favorite explorer. Around the world, come on. Who do you like? I like DeSoto. DeSoto? What did he do? He discovered the Mississippi. Oh, yeah, like they wouldn't have found that anyway. <laughs> but I was on Night Lane. Oh, I love that. Night Lane. Yeah, Night Lane. Yeah. He's working on his night moves. He's on Night Lane. He's on... Hey, I was in the men's room the other day talking to a stranger because that's what I do. Do you really? And, you strike up yeah. convos in bathrooms? Uh, I'm, I'm friends with everybody in the building from other offices. Based on bad, I know the lawyers. Oh, yeah. I know like, you know, I always just say it's hi. The same building talk. you work in, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. can't not say hi. Yeah, I gotta like be chummy. I thought so you were talking random bathroom. Something came up, and we talked about this in the show. Overrated bands, mm-hmm. and they brought up ACDC somehow, and they're like, that band changed my life. Like they're just so good, and I'm just. And no, I wasn't going to be like, no, man, they're overrated. But I was like, really? Like, what? why? Why ACDC? I get like Aerosmith, maybe, if you were like, they got some great albums. I could see that being like a thing in your culture. But like ACDC, I give them like maybe three listenable good songs that you, before you, you just have to turn them off. Ugh, I know. That's Generation X, man. They have nothing. Yeah. To, that's why they're called Generation X. It's just like, uh, ACDC? you didn't really do anything. ACDC. Yeah. Uh, who who are the other guys that sound just oh, Guns N' Roses? ZZ Top. Oh, ZZ Top. But ACDC, every song's just like, I wanna, wanna, now, 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 now. It's the singing. same guitar sound, you know? They're like... It's the same song. Motley Crue. Motley Crue's a little bit better than that. They're a little uh, bit better. From what I've experienced. When, like, when I would play music on the radio, it was usually the, that type of crap. And I noticed Motley Crue isn't really bad. Yeah, yeah, no, they're pretty. They they're pretty still talented. suck. <laughs> they still, they all suck. I never would purchase any of that crap. No. It was like a bridge between rock and roll and rap. Modern right. rock. Modern rock. Alternative. It's alternative music. But what did uh, uh, Amelia Earhart? Do? Yeah, so Amelia Earhart disappeared in 1937 and route from Papua New Guinea to Howloon Island. She disappeared. She was with her aviator, and uh, never seen again. There's all these. There's all these theories to this her? day. I guess her like co-pilot was with her. Uh, she was flying like somebody else, and they, her plane. It was Chewbacca. It was well, was well, Chewie. Probably. It was a it was a Wook. And they uh, they disappeared. And there's all these theories, and it's really interesting because the theories range from the Japanese captured her and uh-huh. killed her. Which we weren't at war with Japan at the time, so I don't know how true that is. But weren't that was we almost about to be. Wow, like we're, ten, we're about ten four years, years four years away. Four years, okay. But but still, there, there was no reason they would have killed them unless it was in secret, you know, because yeah. they were on an island. It's possible. Hmm. Another theory is they were eaten by giant coconut crabs, which is just bullshit. Okay, are there coconut crabs? There are coconut crabs that are <laughs> huge, but they're not going to eat people. Because that'd be really a stretch if. Not only was the theory a lie, but the creature was made right. up. Right. They, they, were, they were stampeded by unicorns <laughs> yeah. and, and centaurs and a minotaur. And a saber-toothed tiger. And, and, and a dodo. <laughs> and a woolly mammoth. A dodo. A dodo. I remember, 
I remember I went to uh, the yeah, zoo with oh Fran, Fran Lang in second grade, and I was like, I hope we see a dodo bird. And he's like, the dodo is extinct. And I was like, oh, I guess it is. I had no yeah. idea. I was, like, I was like, is there a dodo here? He's like, the dodo is extinct. And I'm like, you're a smart second grader. I you're thought a... the dodo bird was a joke. No, and it's a I real thing. I found out that it was a real thing. I was like, well, first of all, who named these all these animals? Right. Who named them? The, the dodo. What should we call it? The Tiberus Northlandius, or perhaps the hawk jet bird? No, we're gonna call it the dodo. The dodo. So uh what happened to the last dodo bird? And it's funny because they do look kinda dumb. Yeah, they are dodo. They're like an Alice in Wonderland character. It looks like what it's like a bird in Alice in Wonderland. I think they have the dodo in there. Oh, really? I gotta reread or rewatch that story, man. I feel like that whole oh. thing is like drug in the Innuendo City. Yeah, definitely. It's all about it's all about the shrooms. It's all about the shrooms. But Earhart. So one of the theories, uh, what I think happened is her, her plane just ran out of fuel and she crashed into the water, and and that was yeah. that. But right. but people think they. She went to an island and lived there as a castaway, or pictures came through last year that said it showed her, but it turned out to be a hoax. But the latest thing was uh, they found bones on an island back in the 50s that they think was hers, and they did a test for it, and they turned out they were men's bones, not, not hers. But now a guy came out from, I think, one of the universities in Tennessee. His name's Jance. Some scientist came out and said the test then could have been very wrong. And I believe with like 99% proof, those were her bones, and that was her. But the bones were lost since then. I don't know how you lose bones. And I, I so, think any doctor can tell it's a man or a woman by looking at their bones, just by looking at them. I think there's right. something specifically different. Uh, yeah, like a penis. Yeah. But the there's a penis bone. bone. Is different. Right, yes, there's a boner. Right. There's a boner. He's got a boner boner. A boner boner. <laughs> But it's interesting because this comes up every few years. Like, where's Amelia Earhart? I'm wondering. Do you think they'll ever find proof of this person? Yeah, it's I like mean, it's like about it. it's like Jimmy Hoffa or something. Like they're just they're gone. You know, it'll never be solved. That, you never know. That fucking commercial airliner crashed in the Indian Ocean. Uh, you know, not that right. long ago, and they haven't found any of it. And this happened back in the 30s. What kind right. of search teams do you think they had? They don't have any, like, submarines with computers back then. No, it was, like, guys owned, like, cruisers that were, like, looking in the water with binoculars. <laughs> like, really? What do you do? It was guys who could hold their breath well. Yeah, those guys with the big, like, spacesuit that goes down. They're like, it's too heavy. Pull me up. The Cuba Gooding Jr. and De Niro in that. Uh, right. What was that? Men of Honor. Yeah, great movie. That was a good flick. That was a good flick. the scene where they're doing the contest of who can hold their breath. And oh. De Niro's, and blood starts floating out of his nose as he's holding his breath. Tough to watch. Oh. Reminds me of my dick in the water in the urinal because it's so damn long. Twist. <laughs> Yeah, so it's interesting though. Read up on that, see what they say. But it seems like every few years they come out with that. Oh, I thought in your little, you know, pre-show note there that they actually revealed that they found her. This is just the oh, well, that that's that's the thing I wanted to bring up is all these headlines because of the the art of clickbait and thumbnailing. You have to catch the reader right away, as you always have. 
But now all the headlines from ma- from major news sources too, like CNN, Fox News, whatever. It's like Amelia's Earhart's bones found. Dot dot dot. And you click on it. It's like according to an opinion by a new scientist. And I'm like, man, we are just so misleading now. And then it's like a link to the university's website where the scientist is from. So you click there and you enroll in summer class because you enrolled eight years and ago they, and somehow they found you. They found you. And then you the, and all the font is like Arial 9. And you're like, I can't read this. It's poorly, it's poorly designed. Arial 9. Yeah, like some old right. website. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What's your font? What's your go-to font? I like the Times New Roman. Ah, old school, classic. Yeah, Calibri is Calibri is the, the, the choice of all. Everyone loves a good Calibri. Like I like Calibri lighters. I had a seventy-three dollars Calibri lighter once. Somebody threw it out and thought it was a crack lighter. <coughs> Calibri. I just found Calibri uh, with this new company, and I I do a Calibri light blue. Yeah, oh Calibri gosh. light. Yeah, the Calibri light blue for. I do the Calibri light blue for the replies. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard. I I changed the colors and the fonts in a lot of my emails, because we have all these fonts and colors that nobody ever uses. So I'm like, I'm going to use them. Oh. So I'll send like a green once in a while. I'll do like a Ooh. Phillies red. Oh. You know, I'll do like, you know, I'll change it around because we have all these fonts there in Outlook that nobody uses. They just use the default. Maybe your courier new. Maybe you like to carry your new. Maybe, maybe. Some <laughs> California. California's good. It's got sand serif, windings. Oh maybe, maybe, maybe you want to use a little, a little bell. One Jose, bell. Jose. Sans sheriff. Lucida bright. Narrow. Narrow. Comedy but yeah. <laughs> so, but you, you're a Calibri man. Calibri light blue. I gotta go to Anaheim this the weekend. Thing, the things that somebody just put. Oh no! The things that you get. Oh tagged. my gosh! Oh, do you do you, do you keep the tags in there? Or do you untag yourself? Mm, no, I don't even know how to do that. But uh, yeah. I, I usually I'm very picky with my uh, responding to liking and well, I'm not very picky. I'm just really lazy, actually. I'm with you. I've become so lazy with following up on fucking Facebook, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm just kind of like, I, I just, I, I just look at what you, I just kind of look what you say. If it's like John posts a video or a picture or something, right. I'll like watch that. Yeah. But otherwise, I feel bad too because people will send like well-written comments or messages like, "Hey, how you doing? I was watching this movie. I was thinking." For a sketch, you know, you guys should do it. I'll be like, LOL. And it's like, no, I'm telling you that my grandmother died and I need a friend. And I'm like, ha, the best. And I'm like, oh, and then they're like, no, uh, Matt, I'm I'm actually thinking about ending my life tonight because I just had a bad luck of of terminal illness. And I'm just like, do it, dude. I'm all like, seriously, like, I'll write it. Good call. I'll write it for you. By the way, you and I are expert manipulators of responding without giving set answers. Example, you know, uh, someone will be like, you know, you should do this for the show. You should try this, John or Matt, you know, whatever. And we'll say, yeah, like that's that's an option. Or um, like, LOL, you know, you just you don't yeah. really respond. Right. I find myself doing that a lot. I don't want to say, hey, you know, Must we're having to get together for, for Peter's birthday Sunday. You want to go? And it's like, oh, Venice, the best place. So they already you're already congratulating them on the venue and saying, like, that's a great idea, but you're not actually confirming. You're and then shifting. if the time comes, you can be like, 
Oh, dude, I didn't even realize that. I I thought you were. Yeah, I didn't even really think. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't. How was it? I I I misread that totally. Oh, I was just excited for you. I didn't notice an invite. I was just happy. And if they keep going. And you you have to get in deeper waters and deeper the 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 stronger shields of manipulation need to put up. <laughs> you can always just more <laughs> more lettuce <laughs> on that potato. You know, you ha- that's that's oh. not a good combination. You have to uh, you, you you start off with a joke. No, Clark, seriously, are you gonna come to Venice Pier for Peter's birthday Sunday? You know what you guys should do. You should have it at the observatory, but do it like on a day when there's like a school there. So they think, you know, or some kind of whopper. And they're like, that's funny. No, we need an answer. It's like, will there be steaks there? <laughs> Clark, <laughs> can you just say yes or no? Yeah. Sometimes when I drink too much, I get the hiccups. You're just saying oh things now. What do you think the, like, the rude, the most rude response to an invite is? Kumse, kumse. like, I can't make it. Someone who's right. considering going, but they have like a follow-up question. You mean if, if somebody if what the rude response is if you want somebody to go? Yeah, and you and say I said, hey Clark, I'm having a party uh, Saturday. Um, are you coming? And you'll say, yeah. Oh but... yeah. Let's see what else. Let let me see what else is going on. Meaning, I'll see if something oh. better's happening. Oh. And if it's yeah. not, I'll show up. Not because if you have set plans, you have set plans. Like I'm sorry, I got. Right. But if you're like, well, let me let get back to you and see what's happening. It's like, so if I'm the last resort. And you don't have anything better to do, you might stop by. Well, thank you for gracing me with that presence. Well, I'll be waiting with bated breath and angel hair pasta and baby's breath decorations for you to show up, Buzz Killington. The red carpet rolled out with pap- paparazzi. Um, that's <laughs> so you, a bad what, your, one. Yeah. What about this one? Dick uh, me. Yeah, I, I planned on going. Who, who's going to be there? Oh, oh yeah, that's the worst. Uh, who's going to be there? I'm not selling you this party. Yeah, you exactly. going or you're going? <laughs> yes or no? Do you want... First of all, I for a while, I would only pick out the people that I knew they liked would be there and only name them, even <laughs> if it's like one person. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Joe will be there. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, Joe's coming. <laughs> um, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people. You know you... <laughs> You know what you do in L.A. too. If, if somebody asks you that, you, you name you, you know if that person's like an actor or something, and you just start naming things of people that they think could be potential, but they're not even showing up. Like, oh uh, well, a guy from like Fuzzy Doors going. You know, Seth MacFarlane's company. Like he's going, so that that's always fun. Bad and like, there's Harry. some people. There's some people from Universal Apatow. that are like, yeah. So it's like Apatow's. You know, T- Stanley Tucci will be there. Dick House. So it's yeah, Dick House. It's gonna get wild. But yeah, that, that that's always the worst response. Who's gonna be there? Oh my gosh, it's so rude. It is rude. It's a yes or no. Should I bring? You know what you say with? Oh my gosh. You know what you say with that? I'm gonna be there. I'm 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 gonna be there. I, I got that's to that point. That, right? I got to that point. Like if someone would text me, hey, I, oh, here's what I would do. I'm going to this party. Do you want to come? Uh, who's gonna be there? <laughs> no one. You're not. You're uninvited now. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah, right. You're uninvited. <laughs> Never you're mind. Not going. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not bringing you. you Who cares who's take... there? I'm going. Alcohol will be there. That's yeah. all anyone needs. And it's a party. I, you know, look, if somebody, cool. if I knew one person at a party, and I had nothing going on, like yeah, I was going to be at the party, some drinks, want to come, I'll always stop by. Dude, 
You know, I don't need like to be sold on who's going to be there. You know, I, I don't need to see to have like a list of pre-approved friends that you know will make me happy. Like you're already oh, kind wow. of a downer at that point. You should be able to go to a place you don't even know and just make friends with everybody and have a good time and walk. That that should be like your your life's thing. You know, that was always be friendly. Make friends with people wherever you go. That's what I do. I know you do that. To that was degree. always the best part of college. It was like holy shit. I know. No one. So I'm just going to like wander off and everyone's drinking and I'll drink and <laughs> I can really talk to anyone. <laughs> you know, it's like I can talk to anyone, but when I'm drunk, I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. After when you're drunk, you're just like, no, nah, I want to hear more about yeah, right. I care. You know, Aunt Sally's foot operation. Let's yes. get down to the nitty-gritty. Oh, love operations. Operations. Uh, uh, but yeah, good times. It is sexual. You want to take a quick break? I just realized we hit the 30-minute yeah. mark. Yeah, I was like, what are we even talking about? Talking about parties, rude responses, negative connotations, lists. You can tweet us at the Nerd Podcast. We shall return. Referendum week and interruption like after this. Just want to know how many days or, you know, how many shows we did per day what was the average i was thinking about that so it's 100 shows averaging 100 shows a year you lost me at yeah i know i don't know why i brought math on this show i'm so sorry you lost eight way to kick off 200 okay so let's say this cutting edge radio everybody welcome to the fucking math hour Give me that up, cut that woo, give me that fat Adderall and a brew. <laughs> give me that up. The revolutionary force in sports entertainment. I went to get my um, oil change earlier. Which is like I don't, th- I don't remember the last time I got one. It might have been uh, years. I was supposed to get mine in February. We have passed oh. February. Oh, we have, we have let that eclipse. Wait, that has lapsed. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I went to Jiffy Lube, which I never go to those places. I, I usually just go to like a, you know, a regular shop. Mm, right. But yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah. want something quick on the way home. You right. know, like in and out. Yeah. I, and I, I know, I know. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, hey, I'm just gonna do that. So I, I wanted to. Just be in and out, but I knew they were gonna try to pitch me all this stuff. So of course, like they come out like they have the air filter in their hand and like your air filter is very dirty, it needs to be changed. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. It's LA. You know, this hair <laughs> ain't much that filter's gonna do. Right. And they're like, Well, we're just letting you know. And um, I, I was looking at their computer and they had like hundred and twenty nine dollars up there of like options. And I was like, I'm only spending the forty dollar forty eight bucks plus the coupon I have, so I'm not going above like 35 in my mind because like I just want an oil change. It's all I want. Yeah. 
Don't do anything you know? else fancy schmancy, even if you think my car will die tomorrow if I don't. Right. I, that's Just all I want. change do it. the, the oil. oil. And they're like, you have windshield wipers that need to be replaced. And I was like, now I have them in the trunk, which I do. I was like, I just have to replace them. They're like, well, you also have this, this, and this. And then, you know, you, you have to, uh, you know, the, they're mentioning all these things. And I was like, now nah, I'm good. They're like, well, I, mean, I just got to tell you because it's better for your car. Oh, and I was like, it's paid push. off. I was like, it's paid off. On average, I drive like four miles a day. I'm, I'm good. It's, it's not. I'm fine. So then. They finally broke it down to just the oil. They're like, you know, that long commute, you really should have windshield wipers here in Los Angeles. Thanks for coming in, Jerry. I think I know what's going on here. And I just want to hear it from you. But I want you to be straight with me. Don't lie to me, Jerry. You know that motor oil you're putting in there? Yes, the they are very important for all this rain. Jerry, motor oil is the lifeblood of a car. Okay, you put in a low-grade oil, you could damage vital engine parts. Okay, see this gasket? I have no confidence in that gasket. <laughs> Here's what I want to do. I want to overhaul the entire engine, but it's going to take a major commitment from you. You're going to have to keep it under 60 miles an hour for a while. you got to come in, and you got to get the oil changed every thousand miles. How much money is this going to cost me? I don't understand you. It's your own car we're talking about. Commute. It's right. two miles, dick. Dick? <laughs> your your mouth is not synced with the audio, so um, I, I keep thinking of having a stroke because I hear what you're saying, but then your mouth keeps moving. Really? But, yeah, the, the sync's off. Might be a mile. You know you wrote the wrong mileage down on the form? You barely know the car. You don't know the mileage. Don't know. But I like it. It, it. it makes me more alert because I'm anticipating uh. what's going on. Well, yeah, everything's fine on my end. Okay, good. It's all matters. It's your barbecue, John, and it's it's your it's it's your your barbecue ribs, and they taste juicy. I was thinking but, uh, about so that the <laughs> other day, like it's your X, and you know I'm just here to have the 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 Y, but like it could it could be something yeah. that's related, like it's your barbecue, John, and I'm just here for the prime rib, or you could say it's your barbecue, John, and I'm just here for the, you know. Something the completely hot dog. the tilapia. <laughs> <laughs> your barbecue, John. I'm just yeah. here for the, the salad over there because it's your salad too. I'm just here for the croutons, and they taste good. Croutons. Oh my gosh. It's your uh, it's your salad, John, and I'm just here for the bloody pig. What? <laughs> it's your salad, John. I'm just here to take that ranch dressing and pour it down my back until I cry. Your your pool shit. <laughs> so I finally got them down to the the oil. And I was like, okay, they're just going to change the oil. Simple. And then they had this whole other screen of like options. And they're like, there's the Premier this. There's the the advanced oil. There's the uh, platinum thing. And I was like, just give me the, the basic. And they're like, okay. You know, it's meant that Seinfeld episode where the, the mechanic is like, it keeps like for your car like a kid. Like, well, you need to, like a doctor. Well, you really need to take care of this. I'm like, it's it, the car's paid off. I, I drive very little. It's a Ford. Did you two break up? That chick's whacked. <laughs> or history. Just left out a couple of things. Uh, rust proofing. Rust proofing? Transport charge. Storage surcharge. Additional overcharge. Finder's fee. Finder's fee was on the lot. Yeah, that's right. What does he? What does he say to him? Uh, yeah. He... Do you change? Do you change the oil, or do you rotate the tires? I try to. You don't try. You do. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's very critical. So they were kind of very critical. I, 
I finally got them down just to the oil. And they were like, all right, we'll let you know when it's done. And I'm like, why are you like, why, why are you kind of let down? You know, like it's okay. That's, that's your job. Like that's, that's disappointed. And it's Jiffy Lube. Like all you do is change oil. It's not like it's a body shop where you, you're like, well, I can rotate the tires. Like you guys can't really do anything else, but like change. You're not working on commission. Yeah, all they do is, I mean, am I wrong? Isn't Jiffy Lube just like basic tune-ups yeah, I don't, with... I don't think it's like a dealership where they have a salary and like a commission. No. Role. I think the guy, those guys make like, you know, minimum wage. And yeah. That's their job. I think it's just oil changes. Aren't here, and, and They aren't here legally. That, that was the other thing was like the coolant and the windshield wiper fluid. I was like, no, I have all that at home. It was just like they were trying to sell me stuff that you can really just tap top off yourself. Like anybody can just pour windshield wiper fluid. And I'm like, I'm paying 20 bucks for this. I hate when they say, you know, your fluids are low. I'm like, your, yeah, my oil. That's the only fluid that matters. Replace yeah, that. oil. Don't touch Please. anything else. My fluids. What am I, sick? Yes, my, 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 your my fluids are sick. No, you look a little parched. I made you some tomato soup with a grilled cheese. You're going to want to dip that in the soup so it's easier going down. Uh, okay. You want a lot of so, fluids. So, drink as waiting... a lot of fluids as opposed to drinking a lot of gases and solids. Right, yes. A lot That's of, why I'm, you got I'm, sick. I'm shoving snow in my mouth right now. I'm just shoving blocks of snow in my mouth, which is the only form that a solid goes to a gas, as far as I know. I'm going it's kind to of interesting. eat some gas right now. I'm going to pour it all over. Say? You said something very the... scientific, and I was preparing I to hit I think snow. I forget what it's like evaporation of a solid to a gas. The only thing I retain from Haber's class is the only thing that goes from a solid to a gas, to my knowledge, is snow. You know, it goes from a solid. liquid and then evaporate? Uh, uh, I think there, there's some runoff, oh but gosh. for the most part, it goes from a. Oh. To- Snow really goes from because when you're when it's when it melts, your lawn's not flooded with water from all the snow. It kind of just evaporates. It's a little wet, mm. but think about it. It's not like if all that snow melts in the water, it like floods everywhere. That is correcto mundo. It's interesting. Very baity because even if it would turn into water, it, is it was still on freezing ice. So right. It wouldn't it wouldn't melt? It yeah. Just if, whoa. Patricia Hauber. Maybe we should get her on this show. Or Patricia Arquette, who was in the movie The Cutting Edge, because this is Cutting Edge Radio. I don't, I don't even know if that's the actress in there. I would love to have Pat on here. Pat Hobbs. Hobbsy. Humber. Humsy. I used to love detention with Hauber. She was just like, Humber. you're here, I'm here. I'm going to be here anyway. Enjoy your lunch. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a you know what foreboding. It, was? it wasn't foreboding. I think she was too nice of a person to be a dick for an entire period. So she didn't even bother trying to be like this like nasty disciplinarian with the detention kids. She was just like normal Hauber. Right. You know, enjoying her own lunch. Yeah, I'm, I'm working too. It's like... Uh, did it, didn't you think about that too when you had detention? You had the teachers that were the extra mile of being a dick. And I kind of thought like, well, you're like a person too. Like your job is done. You're, you're, we're here, we're caught, mission served, lesson learned. You don't need to, like, be rude about it. You know, it's not, like, a prison. Like, yeah, like why, are you that why, unhappy with your life? Why are you, yeah, right. Like, why are you so upset with me? Like, why do you care about me that much? Is it because right. you're upset you're failing? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm 
goofing around. <laughs> Is that why you're sad? Because you failed. Because you suck. Because you're sad. Bother. I always felt that way with them. You know, like they're. Uh, if if you're gonna be, if I were a teacher, unless somebody was like, "Fuck you, Mr. Clark," mm-hmm. I would I would want my day to be as easy as possible. I'd be like, "All right, guys, we're stuck in here together." Uh, you know, enjoy your lunch. You talk quietly. If someone comes in, just be quiet, and that's that's it. You know, I I, I wanted it to be easy I for would, I would easily the guys and girls who are are like talking too much and like not listening. I would kind of like what Doug Peterson and Bill Belichick do. I would, uh, you know, adapt to their strengths. And oh my like, gosh! Oh, look, if you guys want to talk. You got to come up with three, whatever, you know, historical battles in the Civil War. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that's a great let, idea. Let them talk, but do something that's like involved in what we're working on. Turn their weaknesses into a strength. Them, right. If you fight them, you're just going to, it's like a, two rams smashing their heads together. Ooh, the it's some, some, some lovely alliteration of the lingual. The spoken word, the, the poetic oh punches. This is flop around like a. Like a South Florida crane, just a beast. South Florida. Oh, you're gonna be quiet. Yeah, great in laws oh, too. No, not really. I don't have to be quiet. It's my house. Oh, but they're downstairs <laughs> watching the baby. Because you're going to Zeliqua, Zeliqua, Florida tomorrow, right? Zeliqua. Um, Zephyrin Falls. Um, Zephyrin Hills. Oh my gosh. Sapphire. Uh, precious. By the book Sapphire, <laughs> by the author of Sapphire. Zephyr Hills. Zephyr. So that's like a, like an alien craftsman. I want. <laughs> I want Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries to come out and go. It happened on July 1989 in the that's... town of Zephyr, Phil, Zephyr Hills, where something say, fell, out of the sky. Robert, why aren't you blinking? I watch that show just to watch him blink, and he never blinks. He's an android. He, uh, I, I think his eyes aren't man. real. I think his eyes are like digital or they're just gla- <laughs> they're both glass. And if you look at him too long, you start to turn to stone and you have to turn away. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a Medusa effect. Yeah, the Medusa effect. I, uh, I used to love... What is he? Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah, right. That used to be like... Craziest show to me when I was oh. really young. I was like, oh, oh scary. Gosh. I stayed up late at night. But late, stayed up late enough, and I was lucky, lucky to like stumble upon it. Ooh. And now rewatching it, like the reenactments, oh. the shit, '80s actors. Oh, it's so embarrassing. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. They and they and and, and the watching it and some of the they, some of the actors in the reenactment try to do like real acting, like if they have like a police officer, they'll be like. Hey, you, freeze right there, buster. And you're like, no cop talks that way. Not even in the 80s. No. They're they're trying to be like, like, it's like, they're trying to be like, drag that. It's like, hold it right there. Put him up. And it's like, come on. Put your hand. No, yeah. Reach for the sky. (laughs) Reach for the sky. (laughs) Start grabbing some floor. This, um. Cheese it. Start grabbing floor. Hump the wall, pervert. Start grabbing your ankles. What? I don't like that command. Grab your ankles. Um, This is kind of off topic, but 
Yeah, no, please, dick Because me. of the whole <laughs> time period shit we've been talking oh my gosh. about, 90s action movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, unsolved mysteries. Uh, I like the smell of that, Coriander. We talked about this curious on to get a, your dick an on earlier it. episode about how uh, Netflix and Hulu has, and because of Stranger Things, has, yes. bir- has birthed um, a rise in kind of like time period, that 70s show. Yeah. S- shows. Dude. They've become the new water cooler. There is one. No, they've become the new like cookie cutter. Like the idea has been like turned to shit already. Oh, yeah. They've churned out so many and they all blow. This one in uh, uh, Amazon with Jeff Daniels. Yep, I know what you're going to say. Yep. It's like it's supposed to be in the past, but nothing represents the past other than like no. one newspaper headline. <laughs> right. Like, That's what they do. Is now. That, it's because they have these like, you know, these producers and writers, that, they're in a room going, well, Stranger Things is killing it. So we got to come up with with something like that. Time but by period. the time these shows come to fruition, there's like 30 already coming out because of that. So you're yes. just getting saturated. And Stranger Things is like passe at this time. The show itself is good. But until there's another season, right. it's not really what people want to watch right now. Like you're kind of burnt out from Stranger Things. You you watched the first two. You don't, you know right. what I mean? Like imitation is finest form of flattery, but not when it comes to like new show ideas because you're like, ah, eh, you're just trying to rip it off. It's just like anything. It's like, um, you know, Mel Brooks. Like, like if he came out today, it would be funny, but I don't know if it would be like groundbreaking to everyone else because his style has been copied and overdone and redone and reused and recycled over right. and over that it would make his look like mm, yeah you just zone. pick my pubes it's like when uh, Jim, Jim Carrey would do like movies in mid 2000s that like yes oh man and things like that that are yeah. funny movies yeah. but he was still doing like the wacky Jim Carrey stuff yeah. and at that point you're like it's it's been done a million times you're still good and it's still funny to watch, but it's not like Liar Liar or Ace Ventura or anything because he did all that in the 90s. But then, you know, like 10 years later, when he'd throw out another like Yes Man or Bruce Almighty, like they're good movies, but they weren't the same. Like it wasn't blowing your mind like it used to because you're just like, yeah, I've seen this like 30 times already. Yeah, there's the and show, comedies change. And it's just the idea of having it set in a different time period because – in the first one, Stranger Things did that. It was very subtle, but it was it was there. It was everywhere was the 80s. And then they'd do some really like classic throwback fan service, like Star oh, yeah. Wars references and Karate Kid and Ghostbusters and all that. But it feels like that Jeff Daniels show and this other show on Netflix called Everything Sucks. It's right. what it was like to be a kid in the 90s in high school. I swear they use phrases from today. It's like the writing. They do. They, it's like during the writing, they forget that it's to supposed like to be it. in the 90s. It's, it's like, like no, anachronistic. They use. There's no continuity expert. Right. Yeah. They use it like, you know, they, they even use so that like in, in shows. Like I, I every Waco, there's a few things where David Kresh walk in. He's like, Kresh. he's like, we're just talking. He's like, about. It's like, no, you know, people don't really say that kind of thing. Then they'd be like, what are you talking about? The, like the, the, he would use some, I'm trying to think of an example, but he would use in some cases little things like, little like lines that 
you know, like, re- like really, really? It's like that, that wasn't really like a thing people said oh my gosh. in the early 90s. That came out in like 2000 when it was like, really? really? Remember that was like huge? Jimmy Fallon and Amy Poehler and Tina Fey did it on Saturday Night Live. Really? Right. Really? Really? Really, Michael Vick. You got that caught in the airport with weed in a water bottle. Really? You just got out of jail. Really? Michael <laughs> Vick. Um, Sam Crow. But yeah, it would be like, in one scene, the kid, it's supposed to be the 90s, the kid would say, not, uh, right. let's go listen to Nirvana. And then in the next scene, he would say something like, yo, man, I think she likes you. Just saying. Just saying. I'm like, wait a Just minute. Say, that's, yeah. that's what, they, that's what <laughs> people say now. Hey, I think she likes you. Hashtag white guy problems. <laughs> Here, they, let's they listen just, to this new song on my Sony Walkman. What? They should just start throwing that stuff in there on purpose just to get people off that. I would appreciate Back a show if they were like, this is from the 90s, you know, and they pass it off as that. But then they throw things in there like, man, I was just tweeting hashtag and Twitter blew up. And they're like, whoa, whoa, what? But then they just comb over it and never mention it again. That's kind of how Napoleon Dynamite was. When I first saw that, I was like, what decade is this? Really? I was like, Wait, ah, it's the together. 80s. And I was like, yeah, he's got the internet. He's on the internet. It was just in like the Midwest. And then you're like, oh, it's just the Idaho. It just sucks. <laughs> Did that happen to you too when you first saw it? You're like, what yeah. decade is this? Because they played like 80s music and stuff. And you're like, oh, it's an 80s movie. Yeah. But then he's like, I'm meeting chicks online. Right. I've been, and you're, and you're, I've been on the internet talking. I'm saving the Fonda. All day long. And, and it, all day long. How was your day, Napoleon? Worst day of my life. What do you think? I caught you a big delicious bass. That's actually, and I may have to remove this from the recording, uh, a great oh, idea. Gosh. Like you start a show off, it's set in a specific time period. You do it the right way. Um, yeah, I'm And then all down. of a sudden someone makes a current reference. And I'm writing it down. No one really hears it. And Book of sketch ideas. God, I need to, I need to get By the way, out of my car. I'm writing this down with my new favorite pen, too. I collect hotel pens, a little unknown fact about me. The one I'm using now is the National for my stay in Miami for John's wedding. We went down to Miami for two days. Using the National. Love it. Jen's still not sold on moving down there. I keep pitching that. She thinks thinks Florida's going to be underwater in 30 years. And I was like, nah, it's fine. I'm not even going to live that long. (laughs) But let's do that. It... What do you make about that? It's a beautiful place. I mean, California and Florida, I think, are the two pe- places that most people want to live in the country. Yeah, I mean, people I migrate in, in droves to more than any, I think more than any other state. People yes. move to California and Florida. I mean, that's where you want to be. It's like the most moved to city right now, I think, is Houston and Atlanta. But but that's because it's cheap. The most desired yes. relocations are the sunshine and the golden state, obviously. And then the nice one with the mountains in the middle. I, they just did a, a poll of that, of the, uh, some of the nicest places to live. 300 days of sunshine. And it's always like Florida and California. Check a calendar. Denver, Denver. Denver. Architects are... Worst day of my life, what do you think? I cook, caught you a big delicious bass. So, uh, but yeah, great idea. I think great, good. great idea here. Trump and Kim Jong Un are going to meet. I can't believe that. This is a guy, Kim Jong Un, who a month ago was like, 
the U.S. is going to feel the fiery wrath of North Korea. And he was so belligerent. And now he's like, yeah, we'll turn it down and meet with him. So either the sanctions are too high and he's like, we just can't deal with this. I'm going to get killed. Or China oh is like, you better knock your shit off right now or we're cutting off everything. Support them. Right. Or this is just a big play. Like, yeah, we'll work on it. But really, they're planning something awful. Mm, right. It could be. a. I, I just don't trust Kim Jong-un from all of the rhetoric he's done for like the last five years of we're going to destroy the U.S. and this and that to all of a sudden be like, yeah, let's we're going to we're going to turn down the nuclear stuff. Well, let's meet and talk about it like just overnight. That's happened. So something happened. There. It, it might not even be him. You know, it could be like like uh, uh, it could have been a coup, something. But that's very for a dictator of that to just do that and give up their nukes and say, let's talk. Something's not right. In the world it's good news, of, but in the world of the Kardashians and the and the Trumps and the Tysons, just the the world that we live in, uh, how people are famous, right? Uh, the ways in which they are famous, not because of the great things they've done, not because they even did anything good at all. It it's like Trump is just like. All right, yo, uh, I'll just tweet this guy. Come on, let's meet. And <laughs> let's meet. What the let's hell is he going to do? Is he going to go over there and is he going to be smart and is he going to tell him Kim Jong-un, like, is he going to make peace? Or is he going right. to say, like, listen, little boy, you better sit your little <laughs> yo ass down it. or I'm going to drop a bomb on your whole country, but on your face first. <laughs> listen up, you little China doll. We're going to do some things my way. Right? You can have your soy sauce. Listen up, you little yellow man. Listen up. I'm going to send you a nuke the size in the shape of an egg roll. And I'm going <laughs> to drop it on your favorite restaurant first. Me Chinese man. Me so dumb. Don't knock it off. I'm going to drop Bob. All right? That's a good idea. Yeah, it's just very weird that overnight he would change it. But it's good news if it's true. I mean, that's a great step in the right direction to the de-escalation of the Korean Peninsula with their nuclear armament. Trump incorrectly uh, capitalized 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, <laughs> 6, over 7, the 8, 9, 10, 11 uh, improper nouns. Oh my gosh. Oh, soliloquy. I love, I always like when you uh, correct his grammar. Oh, it's, I either correct his grammar or if he points the finger negatively at someone else, <laughs> which sometimes he does both. Usually. That's true. You get the double whammy. Yeah. Or something rarely, like a white bird in the snow, a trifecta. He's like, oh my President gosh. President Obama was a terrible, capital T, leader. Awful. Lowercase l. I will be a great leader, capital L, f- for four more years, or three more years, and beyond. And beyond. And he supports capital the lifetime. Of, right. Obama! He supports the lifetime presidency of a citizen too he came out with that which would never happen you can't even change the second amendment we're not going to make a president we're not going to make a king back in this country that's what he wants to be he wants to be king trump you know yeah of course well yeah he just wants to be the most famous popular loved man in the world yeah that's like a dictator military parades constant adulation puts people down he would you tell me he wouldn't kill people if this were uh, a dictatorship and not a democracy if he were Donald Trump in Korea, you think he would be he would be the same as Kim Jong-un. He'd be putting people in jail if disagreed with him and starving them and 
making threats. He's the same one, except he has this little thing called the democratic process. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was crying about his son. For oh. Immigrants on the whole create our... Come on, try getting it out. Try getting it out. I'll get it out. I mean, I don't know if you're going to put this... Kill the... Him, but you don't even know what you're talking that. about. Try... That. Um, did, you, did you watch Alec Baldwin's new show? Alex With Baldwin. that. Yeah, he had he had a Seinfeld on as his first guest. No, what the it was good. It was right after the Oscars, man. I actually enjoyed it. Oh, it was a good so show. Biatch. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. He had a show. What is it like? Is show. it just like Jerry and and Letterman's show? No, or it's like just... uh, it's it's like a talk show. It's like an interview show. He interviews people, but Seinfeld was his first guest, and uh, it's really because Alec Baldwin's like a personality. He's a good actor, and you know he. Uh, oh, yeah, he's so he, funny. He's always a good host because he can kind of go off a little bit. Like one of the questions was why did he asked Seinfeld why'd you move why'd you leave LA? Thank you, Sarah. I had to come back. Sometimes when you're president, you have to make sacrifices, so I skipped the back nine. Yeah. The show is over. It's like I didn't really want to grow up in LA. I still consider myself a child, you know, a child man, and I wanted to go back to New York. And why why, why do you stay? What do you think about LA? Because Alec Baldwin lives in New York as well. Right. And he's like, well, L.A., you want to get in touch with your inner serial killer because you're in traffic and everything's beautiful and the sun's beautiful and the beach is beautiful, but you're not enjoying it because you're in these horrible, stuck situations and you just want, it brings out the worst in you. And yeah, so he kind of goes off a little bit on like these tangents, but I thought it was a really good show. We'll see how well it does. Hmm. It's funny, though, because it sounds okay. like Jerry's show and, and Letterman's, where it's just him. Right, he's it is. so famous that he can just interview whoever he wants and doesn't have to do it through a network's constraints. <laughs> he doesn't have to go through the, the, the muzzles of media. He doesn't have to go through the, the leashes of corporate liaisons. He doesn't no, have to no, go no. the shackles of show business. <laughs> Certainly the chains. Of, of 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 corporations on on teetering. No, he doesn't have to. Um, yeah, he doesn't have to go through the uh, the handcuffs of HR. I was going to say um, the cuffs of the cutting, <laughs> cutting room floor. Oh, great flick! Cuffs with Christian Slater, one of the best. Never seen. No. <laughs> See, but, that's the problem with me. If I missed a movie from like the '90s, and then after that movie, that actor like became crap or did a lot of shitty movies i won't go back and watch that classic right. that he did at that time that that's I true missed. that's oh that's gosh. a very true thing like speak truth nicholas cage might be the only one that can get away with that you do speak the right, lord's right, breath right, right, right. i always forgive cage because he's just done so much good yeah he's an oscar winner you know he's done great yeah. things but 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 like uh he is an Oscar winner, like, Jerry. Like Christian Slater in those movies. It doesn't, he doesn't do shit. But he did all these like big movies in the 90s, but then he just went to shit. He always looked ang- Didn't he always look angry, too? He always looked like strung out. He, he, yeah, he just he looked like he was upset because he was like the short guy. Right. He looked like he was just like, he was like yeah. I wish I was taller. I'm a good-looking guy, but I'm just really short. But he's a... We're he, brothers, Robin. Brothers. Yeah, he won an that Emmy That was such a recently. corny scene. Yeah, yeah, he he, he bounced back. Yeah, I love Mr. Prince Robot. of Thieves. You were brothers, even as a kid. I was like, oh, really? I, I was like, Hurry even up as a kid, like loving scene. Robin Hood, seeing that movie like five times. In Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh, listeners, he comes out. Christian Slater, who's like he plays Will Scarlet. He's kind of like a nemesis. 
in the the woodsman of John of Little John to uh, Robin Hood, and then you find out like halfway through, he's like, "That's because Dad loved you more than me. You're my brother." And you're like, "No, no." Oh yeah, right. Why, you were. Why like, are you living in the woods when you could have lived in a castle? And like, yeah. no. You're like, this is. This feels like. They're trying to do like a Luke, you are my father, like yes. reveal. It's like, no, 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 no. They're not related. Stop that. You just tore a hole in the pants. Remember in Robin Hood Men in Tights, Will Scarlet? But actually, it's Will Scarlet O'Ara. We, <laughs> we from George. We from George. <laughs> if I was that close to a horse's wiener, I'd be worried about getting pissed on. Exactly the Mississippi. I want one side. Oh, yeah. And then I got to get, get back down there and tend to my daughter. Zephyr Hills. Yeah, let's do a little... And now... Sponsor John, 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 John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John. John, 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 John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John. Awesome episode, uh, as mentioned earlier, on Wheel of Fortune the other oh, night. Yeah. The one of the puzzles spelled out Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Oh, I saw that. Uh, my buddy Mike posted that on, on Facebook. Yeah. I didn't know if that was real or like just a meme, but that really happened. Couple people I knew, uh, I know, posted that on Facebook, and then a shitload of people posted that on Instagram, and then another shitload of those people texted it to me, and then more people put me (laughs) with nine other people in a group text and texted the same thing. Like by the time I got it last, like the last person who told me about it, I had been told 50 times it's at the point where everybody's How sending it to you in any forum like a knock comes in your door and it's a ups guy and he's like package for john and you open up and it's like a screenshot of that that somebody just sent you and you're like i, I get it i get it <laughs> like somebody like your, your dad's painting it for you on a canvas right now and you're like all right i've and, seen it and do you get um espn app notifications I, I turned off all the all the notifications. Oh yeah, I turned off every one but that and like two others. Yeah. Um well my dad and I get the same ESPN notifications. Oh, yeah. So obviously today, not only texted but also Facebook messaged <laughs> the Eagles. Again, speaking of the Eagles, make an amazing off season signing. From the Legion of Boom, defensive lineman Marcellus Bennett. Nice. Pro bowler, three-time pro bowler. Oh, shit. No, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, big move. Now it's like him, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and the, the, our oh, rookie shit, yeah. <laughs> who recovered the fumble on our defensive line. We Dude, were it's wild. Fuck. Yelly. Kirk Cousins or Alex Smith. He's the new Kirk Cousins too. <laughs> He's gonna take care of him well somewhere. Kirk Cousins. Uh Redskins. Not anymore. He is a they're, oh. they're offering him up. Yeah. He's he's, he's gone. Oh my gosh. Team because they signed Alex Smith, the Redskins. Right. And defended. 
I th- oh my I gosh. Sad. I have a fear that this man will go to the Jets. Alec, uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that that oh play. Gosh. I could see that move. Who's winning the match? <laughs> oh my gosh. States. Kumze, Kumze. There's a bunch of um, conference championship tournaments going on right now, Matthew, in college basketball. Oh, yeah. Colgate for the dick. I think Colgate lost yesterday. <laughs> oh, great. That means I got to suck a dick tomorrow. That was a lousy bet to place. I mean, I owe 10 bucks. <laughs> <Losers> <laughs> My friend is a huge Notre Dame fan, and uh, the ACC tournament's currently going on, and Notre Dame had a huge comeback win last night, and I so read he that. was talking trash about my Duke <laughs> Blue Devils all day today, and Duke slaughtered them by 18. Duke, I just had to, I just signed a, I just signed something for Duke. It was, I got a text hmm? from PETA. PETA? <laughs> the animal organization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This to sign a petition because Duke is testing on monkeys. So I just hit yes. So I don't oh, know if really? that's it. I, I guess. I believe anything that I see on the internet, John. It's all true. So, But I did read that about Notre Dame, though. Who's this, a co-worker you have that's like a big fan that came back? Yeah. My buddy, John Pollitt. He's just an Irish oh, Catholic, a big fan. so he's a Notre Dame yeah. fan. I think his dad went there. Um and ah, they right. won last night. Big comeback win to advance, and then Duke sloshed them. Now, I don't know who Duke, Duke goes on to play because whoo, there's a barn burner going on right now in Miami, North Carolina versus the Hurricanes, 49-47 Tar Heels with the lead, 12-31 to go. Oh, wow. Yes. Xavier beat St. Joe's. Uh, Virginia... Ooh. Louisville, West Virginia leading Baylor right now. Clemson toppled Boston College. Arizona continuing to play. That All that FBI stuff. What, what happened? <laughs> Did we all just like, have a good weekend and forget it? Sean Green mentioned that on his show. He was talking about that and how sweaty that coach is. He is yeah, he, that sweaty coach. He's so sweaty. He's one of those guys that when you look at him, you think liar. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I looked at it. I was like, something's not seen I don't trust his, uh, his, what he's saying. I, I just, I'm not his body saying language. he's a liar. I'm just saying he looks no. like someone who, it, who looks like a liar. Right. Because he's, he's sweating. You're like, he's got something to hide. It's like he takes a, a napkin, wipes his forehead, but he only wipes like half the sweat and he leaves beads on like the top of his forehead. He never wipes it. Yeah, he like rubs it with his sleeve but doesn't get it all. Then like yeah. kind of gives up halfway because he's like, you oh my know, gosh. his food's ready or something. Yes. Um, so March Madness is rolling right along. It's, uh, it's on its way. I think it starts Thursday, a week from today. Uh, yeah, that's accurate. Xavier. Pretty excited. Yeah, Actually, man. Technically, it starts Tuesday. The, uh, the four, the four, the f- four to play in. Four teams play for the final. Oh my gosh! Or something like that. On Tuesday. Correct on Monday. 
Yeah, that's pretty interesting. March Madness is always exciting. A lot of exciting bubble teams. Bubble teams, if you don't know, are the teams that uh, we won't know until they selection Sunday and they Kumsay, Kumsay! bracket bracketology. Right. <laughs> the whole bracketodocious. It was Grace's bracketodocious. Um, Should be interesting though. <clears throat> Catch that. The NFL draft about a month away as well. It's already been a year. Feels like just yesterday. It's funny. Uh, I want them to like take a season off. Like I hope they go on another string. Like I want to enjoy this championship <laughs> for like a lot longer than like you get. You know, like football season starts back up so quick. Right. It's like all of a sudden, up oh, preseason. Fuck. Yeah, it does. It does come a lot quicker than you think, because it sneaks up on you. Because you're you're in the midst of, of baseball, and then all of a sudden you're like, and then you yes. see on like ESPN, you know, preseason kicks off Thursday, and you're like, oh. Well, yeah. There's like that moment where hockey and basketball end. Right. Baseball's on like the All Star break, and you're like, oh, four weeks, and football camp starts. Holy yeah, shit. right. Now, I know you said that the Eagles, the team, will not have a Super Bowl hangover, but I am going to predict the Philadelphia Eagles <gasps> fans have the most gigantic Super Bowl hangover of all time. And if we do win again, we're going to be like so confused <laughs> and like not know how to respond like a back to back Super Bowl <laughs> championship for this city. Yeah, they will. We won't know how to, to act. You mean the fans will have a hangover in the sense we're not expecting anything yeah, good. No, we're, but we're like, we don't care. We're still like going to be celebrating the last Super Bowl well into. The oh, next yeah, no, 100 percent. You know, 100 <laughs> Talking I have no shit. expectations in this season Holding coming up. Trophy. When it comes up in September, I have no expectations. Like, we're going to yeah. do this. We're still very excited that we got one. I, I just can't believe it. I think, like, one is enough. One is all we need. We, we did it. I've ever wanted. We got it. Coombs. And under the circumstances, incredible. Coombsy. Well, yeah, that's what, see, that's another thing. It's like, not only it's did a, we win a Super Bowl, we won it in completely dramatic, uh, historical uh, fashion. Right. It wasn't like technicalities and no. an interception once that it was, it was against like, the greatest football player, the greatest quarterback of all time mm -hmm. with a backup QB mm -hmm. in a cinematic in a fashion. In a QB that used to play for, I mean, we could, we could, it's incredible. This. We so could hash this around. And about it. You might as well just put some eggs in those there because there's some hash browns with this hash. We're just hashing them up. Hash, 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 <laughs> hash, hash, hash. The middle folded over called an Eagles omelet. Catch it, please. The Bulldogs take down Missouri 62-60 in a nail-biter there in the SEC Conference Championship. Kansas beats Oklahoma State. Nevada beat the running Rebels of UNLV. And like I said, Arizona beat Colorado 83-67. Over. ESPN.com is uh, running really slow. So I, I wanted to say it seems like the Golden Knights are really stumbling here towards the uh, in the final stretch of the season. Yeah, they're finally getting their their, their luck's about to change. I know. Yes, the house. The house always, always wins. 
just read my mind. <laughs> um, it's true, though. <clears throat> they are stumbling a little bit. Hey, it's their first year, though, you know? Right. No, I, I don't expect them to do anything, but if right. they keep this core of players that they have right now intact, they e- easily should make the finals next year. Oh, yeah. But imagine if they just win it all this year. Then hockey – see, that that's when I think hockey or a sport is is jumping the shark. When an, uh, an expansion team comes in and wins a championship the first year, it's like – Right. Oh, they got to – you didn't earn that. There's yeah, no, you have there's to – no teams in this league. There's no history with your team. There's no mustard with this hot dog. There's no ketchup on this burger bun, on this patty. There's no herbs de Providence on this skirt steak. There's no sauerkraut <laughs> lying next to this calabasa. <laughs> There's no guacamole on this taco. <laughs> There's no hot sauce on this chicken wing. Man, the Seahawks are really uh, uh, rebuilding. Oh, my uh, gosh. Report. They are expected to release both Jeremy, Jeremy Lane... And Richard Sherman. Oh my gosh! I read that about Sherman. They, the team captains. said goodbye to him. Yeah, yeah. I read that about Sherman. They're really rebuilding, big time, big time. They're breaking it down and building it back up. It's uh, it's amazing. To it's get great to see. It. I was kind of tired of them. Um, yeah. And I think I saw that this year. You could tell they were like just not. They weren't gelling. Pa- no. Part of their team was aging, and part of their team was like just gelling as young, new. It was like trying to, yeah, it was like applying a negative to a negative. It was dick to dick. It just wasn't working. It was, pole to pole. Oh, my gosh. It was nuts to butts. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was infrastructure. As reported earlier, the, um, the internet, the website for uh, ESPN is dead. Kumsay, kumsay. MSNBCsports.com here. Ah. Real oh my quickly, gosh. let's do yeah. a little headline, or I mean a little standings in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Sidestepping Iverson crossover. In the East, the Raptors clinch a playoff berth. Hello. Yesterday, with our boy DeMar DeRozan, he went crazy. Uh, right. This evening... The Boston Celtics with Kyrie Irving's 40-something points clinch another playoff spot. So two spots clinched in the East. Raptors, Celtics behind them. Cavs, Pacers, Wizards, Sixers, Heat. The pitcher's being painted. Bucks. Sculpture is being molded. The, uh... The, uh... The, the kid, the, the kid is being potterized. The kiln, the kiln, the kiln, the kiln is being potterized. The kiln. The, uh, the Afghan is being uh, crocheted. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say crocheted, son of a bitch. <laughs> Over the quilt the being stitched. Yeah, sorry. Two stitched. Over in the West, the Rockets, Warriors, Blazers, Pelicans, Spurs, Wolves, Thunder, Clippers. Ooh. Um, scores from around the league tonight. The Heat man with Wade and this this group of of role players, they're getting hot yet again at the perfect time. And uh, 
God, I think it could cost the Sixers, like, getting into the playoffs or being, like, the eighth seed and having to play the Raptors in the first round, which would suck. Right. Um, right now, in, speaking of Golden State, about a half hour ago, uh, the Warriors uh, <laughs> on top of the Spurs, 13-11 to 11 in Golden State. The final in Oklahoma City. The Thunder over the most boring team in the world, Suns, 115-87. Oh, my gosh. Celtics, as mentioned earlier, topped the Timberwolves, 117-109, and clinched a playoff berth. The Heat beat the Sixers, 108-99. The Hornets lose to the Nets, 125-111. And that... Oh, yeah! Woo, dog ants. I got cut in a boat in half with those gams. Oh, oh give me a towel. Do we oh, yeah. have any news from the Apple Dick Feed? Here's the Apple Dick Feed. Yeah, the Apple Dick Feed. The Apple Dick Feed. Dick Feed. The Apple Dick Feed. Dick Feed. The Apple Dick Feed. Dick Feed. Yeah, the Apple Dick Feed. Dick Feed. The Apple Dick Feed. Dick Feed. Yeah, the Apple Dick Feed. We have one. I like your cerebral dick feed. Joe Rogan continues to push for Floyd Mayweather versus CM Punk. Oh my Long-time gosh. UFC color commentator Joe Rogan, who's a big fan, continues to want a potential showdown between boxing legend Floyd Mayweather Jr. and former WWE star CM Punk. He's really pushing for this. Mayweather Jr. has been talking about potentially fighting the UFC. While many fans around the world believe that he would, there is only one person that thinks the UFC fight should go on a completely different direction. Um, fighting Conor McGregor. So uh, Rogan's funny. still pushing for that, it's, for the spectatorship. Right, like the sport has already become like a parody of itself. They have like that, that's what it matches is. as their headlines. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's not, it's not UFC anymore. It's more like, well, this guy was a wrestler and this guy's a boxer. None of them really are UFC, but let's put him in there and get him to go. Yeah, Next, we have Oprah fighting, you know, yeah, John Goodman. Yeah, right. It's like celebrity <laughs> deathmatch on MTV. Right. Remember that? Yeah, like I do. Claymation. Yeah, celebrity death. It's pretty funny. But that's all I got uh, for, for the, the Apple Dick feed. They're still tiptoeing and teasing this Mayweather to UFC, but every day goes by, man. I don't, I don't see that really happening in the future. The guy's just... It's not there. Until he runs out of time. John, John, John. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it, do it, do it. I gotta go bail out my, uh, my in-laws down there. They've been watching the baby for like a couple hours now. Thank you for listening. Super good. Good night and Godspeed. All right, man. Do your super... From the gentleman in charge of running Wayne Manor, John Hassinger, to the man in charge of eating at Burger King with a guy named Wayne, I'm Matthew Clark saying thanks for listening and good night, everybody. Godspeed. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
Now you can tell from my everyday fits. I ain't rich, so seats and this is with them tricks. I'm just another. I'm curious to get your dick on it. <laughs>